everyone, this is Crystal, the queen of Philippine wrestling, and I'm here with Getro Podcast. Hey, what's up, guys? This is TJP, otherwise known as TJ Perkins, otherwise known as the Cruiser Great, otherwise known as the Phil and Flash, and you guys are listening to Getro Podcast. Yo, 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 you here with your boy, Just? Yo, what's up? It's Jay. Hey, how you guys doing? It's Charlie. What's going on, y'all? I know hey. we did a crazy week of wrestling. I'm glad that we're here talking with you guys. Um, should we just get back into it, Jay? Should we just get back into uh, Backlash? Yeah, let's start this off. We have a lot to talk about. Um, yeah, Backlash was obviously last Sunday. And... Um, where do you want to start? Because I know we're going to talk about the Randy Orton match, but I want to talk about Asuka. Um, I want to say that I was kind of upset. I thought Asuka was going to get this push as like a dominant champion, but it's now it's like this thing where she's undeserved. She's more of like the undeserved champion because she's winning by double count out. She's winning by, you know, ref distra- any like distractions. And I think she's going to have to overcome being that uncrowned champion and she's going to have to have a big win under her belt to legitimize herself as a champion. What do you guys think about the storyline with her? Like, where, 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 where she's going as a champ? Uh, I mean, it still makes me look good. I mean, even though I don't like the whole double countout, I still like how after the countout, she's still not just taking the victory. She still went at and tried to, uh, you know, smash Nia Jax. Um, Deserving champion, undeserving champion. I don't know. I mean, her resume kind of speaks for itself. So, I, I, it's I'm, I, I feel like she's a champion no matter what. No, I take that back. She was she's deserving, but you know she was given the belt because right, 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 right. And now she's got right. these double countouts. So she's like this uncrowned champion. I know she's deserving yeah, of the yeah. belt, but the look of her currently as a champion doesn't look good at this point. Uh, Charlie, what do you think? I don't know. I just, what I'm wondering is what was the point of doing that double count out? Because they just they just did something the next the very next day anyway with a fast count. Why couldn't they just do that fast count on Backlash and then put something else on, on Raw to to further this? It was just kind of odd that double count out just just was like came out nowhere. Like why? Other than other than to make the, a rematch on Raw, that's the only thing it did. So to me, it didn't make much sense. And yeah, I I, I see what you're saying. Like like. I wish Asuka can get that like that key victory just to show that yeah she is a strong champion. But right now it feels more like they're just protecting Nia Jax and don't want her to lose. It seems like that's the case. Like she's not like most girls, and she can't lose for some for some reason. I don't know. Most girls can lose just fine. (laughs) It's true. She's not like most girls. She's not like most girls. Most girls have a normal sized head. (laughs) <laughs> um, going on to another women's match Shout out to the girls out there Because the tag team match I know you guys had a lot to say about the The, the, the triple that tag team match Yeah that was good uh, The pacing of the match was great I thought all, all six women wrestlers in there Were, were really good Everybody had their, spot, their time to shine I, Yo I thought the flow was great Shout out to Peyton Royce I don't know what she's been doing um, She's definitely um, you know, is, is a lot more fluent in the ring yeah, like my my standouts are well, one to, to add on to you is Payne Royce, but I also love Sasha Banks and Alexa Bliss on this one. It was actually one of my favorite actual Alexa Bliss matches I've seen in a long time, and then same thing, it's my one of my favorite iconic matches I've seen in a long time. 
we're and then like well for the iconics it's because they're barely on tv like where the heck we were where the heck were they for so long was one of them hurt or something uh, well whatever what like like whatever the case is it was a great match great pa- pacing i love the the quick two counts the flash pin was like kind of like all of a sudden but it worked in this match because of how the match was going so i liked it a lot yeah there were no losers in this one i think we all knew that sasha and and uh sasha and bailey were going to retain the belts it would have just and, been too uh, too soon to lose it. Yeah, too soon. And but yeah, no losers out there because Peyton and you know Alexa and Nikki Cross they all did their thing. High octane match. And Justin, you went as far as to say that it's one of your favorite triple threat tags. And this might be number. one of the best triple threat women's matches ever. Wow. Um, for me, I, I really enjoyed the pacing. Uh, all of them delivered. I want to see more. I want to see more. I want to see more Peyton. Well, did I come <laughs> off like uh, come off like creepy, like creepy touchy fan? Uh, I mean, as long as it's not the David Starr creepy, then it's okay. Oh, <laughs> oh wait, 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 wait! I, I'm getting something on my phone right now. Oh yeah, it's uh, it's Sean Spears. He he wants to talk to you. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> wait, are they still are they married? John and Peyton Royce and Sean Spears? Are they're they married. Yeah, he he does text me on time to time, but yeah, they're still married. Oh wow! Okay, I'm getting confused with Buddy and Alexa. Alexa's with Ryan Cabrera. Oh, no. oh my God, Ryan Cabrera. Ryan Cabrera. Oh my! Is that for real? Is that for real? Yeah, they're yep. dating. On the way down. Oh wow! Down. 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 I want to. I want to join in, but I don't know any of his other hits. <laughs> no, he just has a hit. Oh. Just has one hit. Did he give Just her one the one-hit hit wonder last night? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever it was, it was a twisted bliss. Oh. Whatever it was, Ryan thought it was a moment in bliss. <laughs> and there wasn't much talking. And let me tell you, <laughs> that splash wasn't that sparkly. Let me tell you that much. It was heavy and... Creamy. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Eating disorder. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> I want to bring up real quick. Shout out to Sheamus and Jeff Hardy because that was a match I didn't expect to be that good, but it was a really physical match, and it was like actually kind of they were given a lot of time too. So shout out to them, and then also the sure. Miz, Miz and Morrison. I don't know if that's going to be the end of the Miz and Morrison after the Miz pulled off Morrison from the pin. But um, I hope they stay together. I really do. I I, I myself like them as a team. I like to see like you know Miz with, with Morrison with Miz because you know I think Miz brings out the best in Morrison. True. Uh, I do feel me. like That's this me. is gonna uh, transition Morrison to becoming more of a single star. I mean, Miz Morrison is by by himself is much better than with this Miz and Morrison hey hey ho ho thing that they got going on. So I, I'm ready for it to just end. <laughs> but if it ends like where do they go I mean I feel like they're I mean it seems like John Morrison and Miz are good friends outside of the ring and I feel like they want to just keep this ride going I don't know I don't unless they it's... see another storyline that fits them but it is weird though I don't know what to expect after some little tension I don't know if there's any tension in that when, that when he pulled him off but we'll see um, 
the greatest wrestling match ever, though. We got to talk about this. Because Randy Orton, it seemed like he saved all of his energy from, like, four, the last 40 boring matches he did and saved it for this match, the greatest wrestling match ever with, against Edge. What do you think? I thought he was good. I think you pointed out, Jay, off air that uh, in the group text, like, you've never seen Randy Orton sweat this much. Um, <laughs> a slithering snake, perhaps. But um, whatever the case may be, I thought Randy Orton delivered in this match. Uh, I don't know if it's something that has to do with being with Edge or this man or the uh, added sound effects is what made Randy Orton kind of <laughs> – extra level, but I thought it was a good match. The greatest ever? Eh, I mean, it definitely got me with the nostalgia feels of doing everyone else's finisher or signature moves. Um, but I thought it was I thought it was solid. I thought it was solid. I liked the match a lot. I really did. I, I mean, there was just a couple things that kind of bugged me, but it wasn't that big of a deal. It, was, it wasn't like a deal breaker by any means. But like, like the whole pipe piped in crowd noise kind of kind of got to me just because it's like you're seeing like maybe like 10 fans but it sounds like you're in like Wembley Stadium or some shit you know (laughs) (laughs) and then and the other the only other thing that kind of bugged me was like that there's this one shot I mean maybe I was the one who just only one who caught it but there's this one part where you you could absolutely hear Joe Samoa Joe freaking out really into the match and then you look at Samoa Joe he's sitting down looking down probably reading Calvin and Hobbes or some shit. Like, he wasn't saying anything. His, his lips were not moving. So it's like, it was like a, it was like a Godzilla movie at that point. Right, right. A bad <clears throat> dub. A bad anime dub. A bad anime dub. Like a Bruce Lee story. It's like, I will hurt you. <laughs> you know, and like his, and his lips haven't moved yet. Like some Kung Fu, uh, what's it called? Um, not Kung Fu Panda. What's yeah. it, a damn movie? Kung Fu Panda. The one, uh, Kung Pao? Is that what I forgot? Kung Pao, oh, that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not speak of that again. (laughs) Yeah, well, that's the the benefits of editing, and obviously they didn't do a good job of it if, Charlie, you were able to point out Samoa Joe not talking, but talking at the same time. So, World's biggest ventriloquist. (laughs) I did like, you know, really, really, Randy Orton running the ropes. Like, I've never seen him run the ropes like that, Jumping, jumping up and down and, I feel like this match really got his juices flowing, going up against another legend in Edge. I feel like he wouldn't have that same type of energy like during his last run-ins with, like, Rey Mysterio and, like, I don't know what else he did in the past. <laughs> but, yeah, I did, I did like the tributes there. He did, you know, they all did their own special moves, like the spear, RKO, punt, execution on Prettier. Yeah. And even went as far as doing ping some homages to the legends with the pedigree. Rock bottom. I mean, what do you think if they did even more tributes and did like the full Nelson slam for Prince Albert and Tess? <laughs> or the, uh, the Shattered Dreams from Goldust. The Shattered Dreams. <laughs> what if you did the Molly go round? You know, you, know, you got to shout out the, to the girls too. <laughs> <laughs> or what, what's the, the Road Dog pump handle slam where he like thrusts his. <laughs> I know. I know. With all that. Sorry, with all that energy, Randy Orton, maybe he could have done the Salida del Sol, you know, like Kalisto. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's true. That's true. That's true. But like so how I you're talking about how he's there. like, like how, how he's been like hitting the ropes really hard. It's just like, you know, it kind of scares me when he does that because with all that oil, he may eliminate himself from the rumble. But <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> 
<laughs> I know the person, the person wrestling after him, running the ropes is like, damn, what's this on my back? I got this damn, this damn film of oil on my back. Remember those slip and slides that the slip and slides that we all used to play on, like in our backyard. Be, <laughs> that's what the next match would look like. I, I I put some extra oil on that for you. <laughs> like a Nakazawa <laughs> match. So Randy Orton has been was has been catching some heat recently because he was kind of criticizing NXT, saying NXT is a lot of like athleticism high spots and no storytelling. He feels that Randy Orton is going to have a long career because of his storytelling. And actually someone who agrees with this is an, is one of the biggest legends in wrestling, Undertaker. Undertaker Whoa. said the Edge versus Randy Orton match is what pro wrestling is supposed to be. It restored so much faith in where I think the business should be and could be. But that tape right there, that needs to be studied by our main roster guys. That is what professional wrestling is supposed to be. Wow. What? <laughs> Maybe Undertaker was just surprised to see Randy Orton in a good match, but I wouldn't go as far as like, you guys need to study this. Study how Randy Orton winced after he slapped him. I, I, think, I think Undertaker was watching when his eyes were rolled behind his head. <laughs> Because I mean, I that was such some false praising. I mean, like, I, I don't know. I mean, he's seen Randy Orton, he's seen Edge come up, and he's seen way better matches than those. I, I, I think the added crowd sound effects, the two K crowd sound effects, got to Undertaker. <laughs> he's like, man, the crowd is really invested. It's like, Mark, there's only like four people there. I don't know. I've been reading. I've been reading some observer from Dave Meltzer, and he's been reporting that that uh, Undertaker has been practicing his 450 splashes and his shooting star presses just to keep up with the wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> and I think he, that's why he came out with this comment. <laughs> just in case, you know, they let the crowd back in, and he gets his WrestleMania last dance, last chance with romance type da- uh, final finale. You know, whatever. <laughs> tonight and also <clears throat> i feel like you know having a name dubbed as the greatest wrestling match ever i'm sure that got randy orton's juices flowing that carries a lot of weight advertising your match as the greatest wrestling match ever before it's even done so i'm sure that he put a lot of effort into this and a lot of oil and, <laughs> and you know it, it was a good match i i really i haven't remembered a really good randy orton match since this you know, so you know. Yeah, I mean, when you think of like greatest wrestling matches, I mean, Justin, where would you put Randy Orton? Would, would he even be in like the top twenty-five of like? Oh hell no! hundred percent. Like, no way! No way he would be. There's no. I mean, come on. There's there's no way that Edge and Randy Orton this greatest wrestling match would be in the top twenty of today's wrestling. I mean, or just any Randy Orton match. Do you even see any Randy Orton match being in like your top like? Top 20, Probably at no. top 50 at number 50. <laughs> <laughs> top 50, making 51. Um, <laughs> on the I don't bubble. know. I don't know. I don't even know if he would, any of his matches would be on my list, to be honest. See? Only <laughs> if he did the Salida Del Sol, you know? He would have uh, <laughs> went up a Molina, few spots. Uh, Molina splits. The Molina splits. <laughs> Only if he did the rear view. If he did the rear <laughs> view. <laughs> oh, my God. Randy Orton did a Bronco Buster. 
But here's the thing. Yo, I sent you guys a snap of this. But, yo, wrestlers need to start wearing t- pants or, like, the boxer tights. They should not be wearing underwear because there's a spot where they zoomed in on Randy Orton's, like, exposed nut coming out of the side of his underwear. Dude, like, the, it's, you know, it's not the 70s anymore. You can wear pants. I know everyone back in the day wore briefs and shit, but you can change. You guys can change. I don't want to see. I, I don't understand yeah. why is his tights, his brief tights, so hiked up into his inner thigh that that has to happen. <laughs> it's like it's like when you have like it's like when you when you get a bowl of cereal, you get a bowl of frosted mini wheats, and then you try to cover it with milk, and then you get that one one or two mini wheat clump that's just above the milk. It's just like that. <laughs> just the shit is peeking. It's peeking. I was like, oh, that's the viper right there. I wonder what's going through your mind when you eat breakfast in the morning, dude. <laughs> this is the greatest match ever. <laughs> Looking down in your bowl. <laughs> Yo, man. Go as far. I mean, Shelton Benjamin has it perfect. He's got the little tight shorts. Right. right. I don't want to see your damn inner thigh. That discolored inner thigh. Ugh. Can you imagine uh, if he has a match with Daniel Bryan who also had that problem? <laughs> There'll be dicks everywhere. <laughs> Walnuts galore. Walnuts galore. <laughs> and now he's got him with a no lock. <laughs> he puts up in the quipper cross face, but he has his hand like, go ahead, touch it, touch it. <laughs> if I were John Cone, that ref, I'd be like doing my, my three counts like, one, two, three, one, two, three. All right, match over. <laughs> Just go. I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how he, you know how he traps the the arm in between the legs. Oh, yeah, imagine, yeah, yeah. Imagine yeah. if Randy's like, "Damn, I just put your damn cock, man! Get that shit!" <laughs> <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then whoever, and then whoever touched his his nut touched somebody else, and that's how the corona spread. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, that's what caused Kevin always to be like, "Oh fuck, I'm not, I'm not coming back. I'm not coming back." <laughs> Kevin Owens got he's he's got it right he's got he's ready to play like some basketball with the Revolution because he's got the, oh yeah he's got it right he's got basketball shorts on he's got he's got a baggy shirt also, yeah that's yeah that's the best ring attire right now you might see side boot from him but anywhere else you know yeah I mean <laughs> you can get away with wearing spanks if you wear the shorts like that too and Randy Orton man just please just I don't want to see your fucking I don't, that viper, that viper, you know. What I'm saying. <laughs> Speaking of viper, uh, um, you want to go into raw real quick? Yeah, just have a few things. Um, so first of all, get show on our truth splash. You see when they when you mess up wrestled the Drew McIntyre? Oh, the tag um, team. Oh, yeah. So they, yeah, they did the claymore, and then he let him up, and he's like, "Our truth, you finish us off. Do a splash." I thought it was gonna be some Montez Ford type height. But he's oh, straight no. up as if he was like 300 pounds. He just like he feels like Mark Henry, like no lift. He just crashed straight to the ground. <laughs> I don't even remember him like jumping. It's just like he just leaped off, you know, like no air. It was so flat, like no, nothing like awe inspiring, you know. Like usually when people do a splash, it's like they got some height, they get some air, and then they get the uh, you know explosion at the end. And our truth was like, 
Oh, man. It made Big Show look like he could do, like, a, a moonsault. Our <laughs> <laughs> truth looking like he's about to jump in the deep end of a pool or something. He was, like, scared or something. <laughs> <clears throat> um, also, obviously, the Lana and Bobby feud is still going on. Selena and her oh, crew—that's a lot of another dysfunction going on. So, um, do you see Selena's crew? Like, also, if Selena's crew were to break up, do you see Selena going with Angel? You see Selena going with Andrade? You, you gotta stay, Selena's gotta stay with her number one. Um, that's Andrade, you know what I'm saying? She got to stay with her number one, the one that they, they came into the dance together, they're being successful together. Did, you know, why, why do away with the good thing, you know? Yeah, and I think that Andrade, Angel Garza speaks better English, so if he were to go solo, I mean, without a manager, I think he'd be a better... Just, just saying, just saying. Yeah, real quick before we move on... The, I, I was just reading that Vince McMahon looks at Angel Garza as if he has the potential to be Eddie Guerrero. I, I don't know about that. That that's that's a heavy statement. Uh, would you guys agree? I, I kind of don't agree. Well, hold on. Sorry, sorry. Let me let me bring this up. Add on to that discussion because we've heard Eddie Guerrero comparisons on AEW and WWE. So oh, I, said, who's more of an Eddie Guerrero comparison, Sammy Guevara or Angel Garza? Oh, man. Oh, I, okay. I got to say, Sammy Guevara, to me, reminds me more of Eddie Guerrero when he was in New Japan. Like, right before he took on being Black, black uh, Tiger Mask, he's just got that raw athleticism that Eddie Guerrero always had. He had that raw, like, athletic ability. Angel Garza, though, to me, like, he has the personality and the machismo but after that that's it it's like comparing jerry stackhouse <laughs> to gordon <laughs> north carolina <laughs> put your hands up take your shirt off <laughs> oh I, I i don't know with those two guys it's like i can't answer that because like they're both i think they're both kind of far off from being the being Eddie Guerrero because like Eddie Guerrero he the guy was so smooth in the ring and the guy was like like he was so charismatic and like and then they both need to step up their mullet game for sure to get to get <laughs> close to Eddie Guerrero so I mean like I would say like you know like I would say that they both have like charisma but not the charisma of the level of Eddie Guerrero so I don't know I don't know who, who I would pick over those two to be next to Eddie Guerrero I would just say be the first Sammy Guevara be the first Angel Garza well said. Well said, Charlie. Well said. Yeah. Know. If I were to compare, I would say Angel Garza has kind of the charisma, as I would say, like Eddie, Eddie would have. But in terms of like in-ring, Angel Garza is really good in-ring. But in terms of the type of moves Eddie Guerrero did, I feel like Sammy Guevara might fit that yeah. better. Yeah. So, yeah, right. they're both like definitely are relatable. So, if Angel – oh, my bad. Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying if Angel Garza had a baby with Sammy Guevara, it would be Eddie Guerrero. Or Chavo. <laughs> I'll, I'll go As of Chavo. right now, Chavo, but it yeah. could yeah. grow into an Eddie. It could grow into an Eddie. <laughs> uh, next thing, guys, will Apollo Crews join MVP's slowly, you know, stable that's slowly building? 
Mm, I, I think it's a tease. I don't think so. It, it kind of reminds I, I feel like they're going back to the old storyline of the NWO asking DDP to join them. And it's going to come out to where they do a fake, like, I'm going to be part of the group and then not be part of the group. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I want to see him with them because it's like I don't. I don't feel like this U.S. Championship run has run its course. You know, he's. It's just getting. You know, like just just to turn him heel like right away. I, I mean, I would like to see him with MVP because once again, MVP has been gold lately. Like like in every any segment that he's done in Raw, he's been great. So having so seeing seeing MVP and it's uh, this this potential team of Lashley and and uh, and Apollo Cruz would be great. So uh, I'm kind of oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. I'm okay with either or. Right, right, right. Yeah, Apollo Crews just turned just changed his music. I don't know if you noticed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Sound, he did. Sounding like uh Walk It Out <laughs> by uh I don't know who sings that song. Now walk it out, now walk it out. Yeah, okay, DJ yeah, Unk, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like that could play as like a heel song too, like so if he were to transition. Because you know for sure if you if he joined Apollo if you join MVP you can't have that his his no, last music sounding like Tupac. Uh, I would you say that song sounds like his first song? Oh, I like, ain't like, mad at you. Like, at you. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounded like. So I, I think oh maybe maybe his music changed because he's a new champion, but I think his music changed because they're slowly transitioning him to be a heel. Because I mean he's doing the same shtick, you know. I deserve this chance. Now I got it. Now I'm gonna. I don't even know if he said all that, but I know that's kind of his shtick of like, I'm the underdog. Now I'm the champion. Of, come on, man. Do a different character. I want to see. I want to see something else. I'm gonna walk it out. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then so lastly I don't know if we have any other topics but I want to bring up the Randy Orton and Christian thing and let me get you on Christian get ready to get out to the ring why you gotta dress up like you just went to uh, Express and then go straight to the performance center afterwards Like he, just because you wrap your hands doesn't mean you're ready like he's in like street clothes about the fight mm. Randy Orton come on man I did, and the promo I didn't get. I mean, I understand like he couldn't back down, and then you know, and then the other thing, Getcho on Big Show trying to give some personal advice, like, well, you know, you could do this, or you're just gonna not do it. But if you're gonna do it, make sure you hit him good. It's like, man, get the. You just talk about how like he's he could end, end his whole career if he goes out there, but you're still like, yeah, but go do it because you don't want to be called a coward. Man, get uh... <laughs> and real. And real quick, get show on. Yeah, big shows like yeah. If there was me, I would have done. I would have hit him, bro. You're yeah. five hundred pounds, of course. And you're, Christian's like one hundred eighty pounds. It's different. You're five hundred pounds and seven feet tall. Like, if I if I were there, I would totally hit him and then do a a Netflix show afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The the seg- I mean, uh, I just hope the segment did what it was meant to do because you know WWE is trying to push that whole I'm a legend killer, so I'm gonna start taking out like you know all these guys, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah like, 
Yeah. Let's add yeah. Christian to it. And maybe they just want to do it a cheap way without Christian actually getting hurt. So same thing. And there was there was a sale at the Orlando Express, so he he killed two birds with one stone. <laughs> I don't know. I guess they gotta go bring back Gangrel to save you know, to get redemption, you know. <laughs> it's like that, that's just so played out. Like, did you just spit blood at me? Yes. <laughs> you live in crazy if that happened to Christian, and then you know how the whole the lights all turn off. You know they would do the bloodbath back then. That would be kind of cool, yeah. actually. And then be like, damn, gang girls coming back, leaving the porn industry. <laughs> yeah, gang girls spit coronavirus all over this ring. <laughs> you didn't get coronavirus, but I gave you AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> like another virus spreader. <laughs> All right, so let's move on to AEW. Um, I wanted to give this little shout out to the OGs, OG wrestlers. You know, you got Dustin Rhodes opening up the show with that tag match, and then you got Billy Gunn at 56 years old wrestling the second match against MJF. So shout out to those legends. Also, Chris Jericho was on the card too. So big ups to them. Um, but yeah, did you have any thoughts about the Hangman Page, Justin? Yeah. Uh, that's I, I thought it was good. I thought it was a good match. Uh, I like the you know the chemistry between Hangman and, and Omega is there. Um, it's just kind of funny. Like I, I just don't know how long this is gonna go. Eventually, they're gonna have to be singles and, and you know and be breakout stars. Um, you know, order in order for Moxley to have other people to wrestle because you know who he's going to be wrestling next. It just seems like they don't have long feuds with. Whoever is just like the next person of the month. Yeah, the next so, new signing. Yeah, right. And I'm kind of and I'm kind of ready for Hangman and Page to kind of split. Charlie, I don't know. Like with like, yeah, I'm 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 with Justin here because like I get it. Omega and Hangman did did a great team, you know, and they've been putting out some great matches. But in the end, it's like kind of like like I don't. I kind of I'm kind of ready to see another team step up and win those titles. Like, <laughs> Or like a, like make like if revival is gonna go against the young bucks, maybe make it over the title, make it even more important or something, you know? Right. And, and yeah. at this point, not to nerd out, not to get sweaty, but we want to see Kenny Omega dominate. Yeah, I kind of want to see a new Japan Omega come out. Right, a hundred percent. And I feel like, uh, I mean, maybe I'm being a little biased because I love best friends and best friends, not to jump ahead, but they did beat the Lust Sex Gods to get that number one contendership match in Fighter Fest. And I think, yeah. Yeah. I hope, best friends will beat Hangman Page because I believe, I, I, I agree with you, Justin, that they're, they're for sure singles. They're going to be singles at some point. They've had the tag team times for a long time already. You know, like maybe just, just give it to someone else. Give it the best friends, but at the same time, you have the Young Bucks and FTR. They're going to be likely going for the belt. So, like, maybe I'm starting to think if best friends wins, will their title reign be short lived because you got the Young Bucks and FTR kind of coming up? But um, um, yeah, that's true. we'll see. That's but shout out to shout out to best friends. I hope they get it. I hope they get it. To be honest. Me yeah. too. I definitely want to see big. I definitely see big things for those guys, especially, especially. Ah, oh man, Trent. Trent's been killing it. Yeah, man. But both of them are great. Uh, Charlie, I want to hear what you think about Ricky Starks. Um, he debuted against Cody. He was a former NWA champ, and barely lost to Cody for the TNT title. Uh, I don't know who that is. Okay, sorry. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh. <laughs> 
All right, so yeah, uh, Rick, in the expert, I thought. Yeah. <laughs> so Ricky Starks, I, I watched a lot of him in, in, in NWA, and the, the one thing I I thought about him was like, WWE has to pick this guy up because him on the mic, like he to me reminds me of a a face MJF with how good he was on the mic, how charismatic he was, you know. So it's it's like so I was surprised that he wasn't signed by by anyone else sooner. He might have been contracted with NWA, but you guys will see. This Ricky Starks guy, he's the real deal. He's he's solid in the ring, but he's definitely very entertaining on the mic. And I think you guys got a taste of it in that vignette that they showed before he came out. But this kid's the real deal, and I, I'm really happy when he's in AEW. I'm glad, too. I, I like I like his moveset. I like what he's bringing to the table. It, I don't know. Is it me, or did I? Did it seem like he would? He had his ring attire was very similar to Sasha Banks's. Sasha Banks. I, I had someone else. I had someone else in mind. I thought it was a male Asuka. Yeah, because like <laughs> he had like these like shiny rhinestones that were kind of very um, feminine. You know, <laughs> it was the thong outside the shorts. And his and his color was like very like of a wine purple red, which is. I'm not saying, yo, yo, metrosexuals, I, I get it, but it just didn't seem too masculine, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, seemed, it was a little velveteen for me. <clears throat> yeah, but What's even velveteen dream, you, you know he's going to come, you know, with it, you know? It just, I was like, yo, is that, it just kind of seemed like that was Sasha's ring time, but whatever. I like what I saw, I like what I saw. And, and is then, it more, and, wait, hold on, is it more masculine than Damien Priest's fishnet pants that he had on? <laughs> Trying to be get your Aquaman looking. Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> oh, not using her fishnets. <laughs> um. So uh, I want to bring up. Yeah, go ahead. So Penelope Ford getting a title shot. Come on, man. Where did this come from? I think this is just a filler because I mean, because if you think about it, like who else is there? You can't give Chris Dallander a chance. He's already had it. Nyla Rose, you know. She'll always be in the mix, and you don't want to, you know, keep her in the title hunt, you know, too many times. You got to give someone else an opportunity. After Nyla, or after Ford, it's Britt Baker who's injured. After Britt, it's Yuka Sakazaki who hasn't had much exposure. Um, And then Riho's also there, too, and I think, I don't know if she's available at the moment. So, I guess Penelope P. Ford steps in, and yeah, man, I really hope there's, I really hope that there'll be or AEW does a little bit more for this women's division, gets gets some depth in there. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I guess it's they have to use whoever is available, and I guess she's the best thing right now. Um, what, it, what it will be was just – it'll just be a showcase for, you know, the women's champion, Sheeta, just to, like, basically show that she's a worthy champion, just to move on and just, you know, on to the next. But shout to her for getting a title shot, though. Yeah, like I, I hope that she'll do well. I mean, I've seen, I've seen a lot of her matches already. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like maybe Sheeta can get a good match out of her. But this is her chance to prove herself, or prove herself. And yeah, you're right. The the women's division is a little thin right now, so you can see why she's getting this chance. But we'll see if she takes advantage of it. Yeah, and then also I forgot. Shout out to AEW for signing a women's wrestler, giving that depth. Abaddon, and she also made her debut against Anna Jay, who uh, is having her own uh, storyline twist, joining the Dark Order. But what do you think about Abaddon? I mean, it was a little short sample size. I don't know where she came from, but she looks like the Fiend's sister. 
Yeah, the Fiend sister. I thought that I thought they were like trying to remix the video of uh, the Beautiful People by Marilyn Manson. I'm glad they have a dentist out there with Britt Baker, but they may need an optometrist because she's got a really bad case of pink eye, and I'm really worried about it. <laughs> like, who farted on her pillow? Like, shit. <laughs> but I think this is kind of a cool character. I mean, I, this is she seems pretty nutty, but like, hey, man, you gotta like, kind of differentiate yourself from the other women, and she did. She definitely did that, dressing up as a, a different. <laughs> Definitely talking to Bray Wyatt before making that uh, character change. Has, has Abaddon and Nikki Cross ever been in the same room at the same time? <laughs> no, but if, if Nikki Cross didn't take care of herself and got COVID, she would look like Abaddon. <laughs> 28 days later. <laughs> 28 days. <laughs> oh, I don't know, Charlie. You got to see yourself out for that one, man. I'll see you. I'm sorry. Zombie movies. <laughs> World War Z. And then, you know, we brought up Christian shopping and Express, and I think I saw the Butcher and the Blade shopping and Express, too. Did you see them with that with white outfits on? <laughs> Look like Getcho with some broke-ass milkman type looking. <laughs> and you know, you see them wearing beanies, too, like they're hipsters. Like, you know, Butcher, you're, you're like, I think you're in your 40s, bro. You know, I, you're not in your 20s. I can sniff that out. I, I Look t- old as hell. I distinctly remember the, the Los Pericos wearing this exact same outfit. So, so, so shout out Savio Savio Vega. Savio Vega, shout out. Oh, Los Barricos, man. Underrated, underrated. Not really. <laughs> properly rated. Properly rated. <laughs> um, I also like that in the women's division, there's always like that little feud for the belt, but I like the little side feuds, and it looks like Britt Baker and Big Swole are gonna yes. have a little feud going. So it's nice to kind of you know, not to not focus on the belt so much and just kind of give everyone their own different storyline. I, I was scared. Were you guys scared when Big Swole like put her foot on the gas? Like that, they were going pretty fast. Yeah, <sighs> I was worried for the car. <laughs> it was a great segment overall. Like I don't know, Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Whenever she's on TV, she's great. Like I, I kind of look forward to it when I watch AEW and like just listening to her like lambast like poor Reba slash Rebel. Like 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 I was in there for five hours. She's like, it's only been one hour, but still, you know, like they they're they're, they're doing great. So I, I I like what they're doing, especially with uh even though Britt Baker's hurt, they're like they're making the most of it. So good job. They're making the most of it, and 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 I like the little like back and forth with her friend. Like you're fired. You're fired. Oh, no, wait. You got to come back. You got to come back. You know? Yeah. Like, Those are great chemistry. She's definitely selling everything well, and uh, she's showing that she's undisputed. Oh, yeah. She's doing it. <clears throat> she's a great, doing a great job. Um, <clears throat> yeah, shout out to them. Baby. <laughs> uh, should we move on to NXT? <clears throat> yeah. There's only like one, one or two things on NXT. Um, yeah, for sure. Of course, uh, before we get there, uh, before we get to the main topic, uh, Velveteen Dream and Dexter Loomis looks like they're forming a faction, a faction tag team type of thing. Okay. What do you guys think that this is leading to? It looks like Velveteen Dream is out of the hunt for the NXT World Heavyweight Championship, obviously because of the stipulation, but there's also rumors that he might be going up too. So what do you guys think about this? 
wait, are they really a tag team? Because I kind of like Dexter Loomis doing that whole thing by himself, that whole haunting the Undisputed Era. I don't know if they're like a, they're like a two-man faction because like the whole promo was with Velveteen Dream and then Dexter Loomis creepily showed up from behind and he had a picture of the two of them drawn like they were in Contra. So like... <laughs> oh, that's Double Dragon? Double Dragon? Yeah. <laughs> double Dragon. <laughs> dragon. Um, so like, I don't know if they're like a team. They, they definitely, Dexter Loomis has always had Velveteen's back. So I don't know if they're going to just finally come out as a group, but I, I like it. Um, I want to see where this goes. And was Velveteen Dream wearing that leather hat? Uh, no, that's his hair. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought Velveteen Dream looked like Dennis Rodman for a second when I was, when I was watching NXT. <laughs> no, I think you're right, though, Jay. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. It'll be weird. Um, I'm curious to see where this goes. I'm curious because I'm actually happy to see where this Adam Cole heavyweight or NXT championship is getting to because – I mean, you remember last week, Justin, we were like, is it going to be Karrion Cross? Like, who's worthy of beating Adam Cole if it's not yeah. going to be Velveteen Dream? It can't be Karrion Cross. He's still new. And now, after seeing NXT, you kind of see where the path is going. You're, you're seeing Johnny Gargano come in. You're seeing Keith Lee. You're seeing Finn Balor. And I'm lo- really loving this because all three of those guys are worthy of uh, dethroning Adam Cole. 100%. 100%. And... Who knows, maybe they might have a number one contenders like tournament or something, or they might bring back the uh, Armageddon six-man Hell in a Cell match. But whoever whoever is the chosen person to, to go against Adam Cole, I think this he might be the one to take Adam Cole out. They're, they already announced it, actually. So next week it's going to be a triple threat match between uh, Finn Balor, John Gargano, and uh, – I believe Keith, uh, Keith Lee. Yeah. So like, so it's gonna be it's gonna be the winner of that match who who the North American champion is gonna face is gonna face uh, Adam Cole on July eighth. I don't know what that's what what that is, but uh um it's gonna be a, for for both belts. So we're gonna have a a dose straps situation happening. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna have a bukake of wrestling coming out. So I'm ready. <laughs> Oh, man, I really wish I was Velveteen was part of that now, because it'd be like, those straps. Yeah. I'm familiar with those straps, if you know what I mean. And, and Bukaki. <laughs> That's where Dexter Lewis comes in. <laughs> no, Dexter Lewis is like the voyeur guy, the guy that just like creeps on like people doing that. Like that. <laughs> His finisher is the Dutch rudder. <laughs> Then he'll draw a picture of himself doing it. <laughs> <laughs> like Johnny Cage, how he signs the uh, his exactly. <laughs> friendship. <laughs> uh, All right, so so real quick, I mean, I, I had mentioned that there are no losers in that uh, backlash tag women's tag team, and there were no losers in the women's tag team main event here with oh. Bailey and Sasha for Shotzi and Tegan Knox. I feel like Shotzi and Knox and you know, Shotzi were kind of dominating them. So they, yes, like, dude. really yeah. showed their skills until that interference at the end happened that led to Sasha winning. So, yeah, no no losers on this one. Yeah, I mean, another 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 good match. I mean, Legit Bay, uh, they're coming out and, and showing that they represent the tag team division. They are the ones that, like, are, are really, like, showing that they're a, a 
the team to not to be afraid of, you know what I mean? And I like how they're defending on every every brand and, and it gives an opportunity for, you know, NXT to get into it. So I, I like where this is going. Paige was talking about how WWE is not using the women's tag team division right. So hopefully maybe this is their way of uh, showing Paige that, yo, we're, we're listening to you and we see that, you know, we, we should, you know, put some more effort into it. So hopefully there's just more to build on this because Shotzi and, and Tegan, yo, they, they came out. They did a great job. And uh, like, what's her name? I, I, the one thing I liked about it too was like Sasha and, and Bailey. they didn't pull any punches. Like they actually did a concerted effort to make Tegan and uh, Shotzi look good. You know, they were right. Yeah, yeah, off for them. They're, it was, it was great. Like, you know, they, they, it was a, it was a main event on NXT. So, so more, more eyes going to be, uh, be on it. But yeah, I, I like the same thing. Like I'm excited that the women's tag division is getting more attention. It's giving more women more chances to to shine too. So I can't wait. I can't see how far this goes because like it's gonna be like these these two Bailey and Banks are not gonna be like the new Charlotte where Charlotte was on every single show. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna complain if you, if I see Sasha Banks and Bailey at every single show, for now. Hi. Hey. Uh, last my last topic for NXT is uh Ejo de Fantasma, now known as Santos Escobar, and they named this three man faction. Uh, El Legado del Fantasma. So, kind of like had a little promo of like, hey, I'm a luchador, but that's all you guys see me as. So I'm a wrestler with a mask on, but I guess now he's kind of deviating away from that. And I think it's kind of cool. Although, Santos looks like Lloyd from uh, the, R- the R&B singer Lloyd. Anyway. Uh, Lloyd? Yeah, what did he sing? Uh, 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 you sing, um, Angel? Uh, no, no, what's that song? Oh, crap. Stop. Wait a minute. I don't know that song. But anyway, he looks like Lloyd. And, uh, yeah, he's saying that. Oh, he's saying, get it, Shorty. Yeah, yeah, get it. Get it. Really want to get it, Shorty. He really does, though, man. You got to look that. Look, look that up. Yeah, but, that, uh, that's, what yeah. they that's what they should come to the ring like, like that. <laughs> All I really wanted. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and actually, I feel like you know, with the cruiserweight belt, <laughs> educational, educational. <laughs> Can you imagine his his uh. The, his lackeys dancing this in the background like like choreographer. <laughs> <laughs> and then at, and then all of a sudden Tazawa's ninjas show up. <laughs> look look at like a like need something to do. <laughs> is, it, is that Jabberwockies? Yeah. Oh my ejects with Oscar Man. <laughs> oh too funny. <sighs> uh, let me bring that up by the way, those that Tazawa and his little ninja thing because I brought this up earlier that his music, I even put light onto this, that his music well, didn't have a Japanese twang to it. So I was like, oh, cool. Like maybe WWE is finally realizing not all Asians need to have a fucking, like a harp or whatever the, that instrument is. And yeah, I was in a good mood until Tazawa showed up in a ninja outfit, along with ninjas who weren't even Asian. They had fucking. Uh, What's his name? They had Antonio Davis out there as the big black ninja. And then <laughs> I'm a they had some like, white dudes. 
<laughs> Kurt Hawkins as the other ninja. <laughs> Kurt Hawkins. <laughs> Like, uh, Jason Jordan, you're you're not doing anything. Can can you just fill it? <laughs> you're uh, you're short. Yeah, can you fill it? Uh, yeah, that that is that kind of sucks. You know, he's like, let's not throw around stereotypes and all. But now I got Tozawa just doing constantly screaming, leading a bunch uh, of ninjas, get yeah. looking like the Power Ranger putties getting their ass beat. Oh yeah, oh, 100. That's exactly what it was. The Power Ranger putties. <laughs> Uh, it was rough, but I mean, I'm, the only thing I'm happy about is like uh, maybe this might lead to Tozawa getting some more TV time, and maybe this this guy that uh, this giant ninja will be a big deal. And if not, he could always uh, like shoot sixty percent and shoot really shitty free throws and and lead the six Suns to a possible championship. Uh, so, so that's it for... yeah, that's it for uh, yeah. Starting I mean, Bronson Reed versus Carrying uh, Cross, you know, whatever. Um, that sh- that match will happen. So <laughs> that match will happen. The intro for Carrying Cross will still be twenty five minutes. Evanescence. Done inside the dedicated couldn't see. Oh God. <laughs> Take me up instead. Okay, anyway, do um, <laughs> you have anything for our last call? I do. I have a few things. So go, while we're building off NXT, NXT reached the highest viewership since the pandemic era. No crowd shows. They still lost to AEW. AEW still topped them. But is Sasha and Bailey a bigger draw than Charlotte? Because Charlotte was on NXT and didn't get the same ratings. What do you think? I, I, I believe so. I, I feel like I've always thought that Sasha has a lot of crossover appeal. And the fact that Bailey, I, I'm kind of liking Bailey's character right now, even though she's okay. definitely a psychic. But I definitely feel like she's coming more into her own as this character, Bailey's coming out. So I do feel like, you know, they, they get a lot more eyes. I don't know. I don't know what it was. Like maybe, maybe it's like, maybe. Um, it's like they had to, they had the share of the blame. I mean, share of the of the of the reason that the they had the ratings. You know, so feels fifty thousand viewers for Sasha, fifty thousand viewers for Bailey. So those two together makes it more than Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe Cameron Grimes' appearance maybe maybe helped <laughs> help the ratings. Or something. Cameron Grimes and Damian Priest's uh, little feud. <laughs> more. Fun. I might have- Ever since they announced that it was gonna be uh, Sasha and Bailey versus Shotzi and Tegan, I was like, "Yo, I can't wait to see that." So yeah. maybe the anticipation of all four of them women in in one match is probably something that were like people couldn't wait to see. So uh, I know for sure, like you know, my brother was flipping over and, and you know trying to get me to flip over too. So who and knows? here's the That's thing: probably- have they has WWE always done that? Like, because I feel like they're copying AEW where they preview a following show's match. Like, they look ahead. Or maybe, I don't know, no, maybe I'm... I don't, have, so. I, I, don't, I don't remember them ever announcing... Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, right? Or I, I don't think so. I mean, may, maybe because now that every, word is out that the these episodes are taped in advance, so they're trying to be the ones to break the news and not a uh, wrestling observer or some, you know... Wrestling fan tweeting from my couch, you know. Because 
<laughs> because I noticed it's like an iron sharpens iron thing. Like WWE is getting some things from AEW. You know, the fans. It seems yeah. like this whole like preview for next week type, you know, graphics. And they even have the tickers now. Do you see the ticker at the bottom? Like showing like the updates. Like AEW, they had the AEW dark results in the ticker, which I, which oh, I kind of actually like. Just because I, I don't know. really know. I don't watch AEW Dark so much, but I like to keep track of what's going on. So it's nice they have the sure. ticker there, and WWE's wow, doing the same thing. Well, that's, it's, this might be like, like kind of a parallel to like WCW versus WWE, where like they make each other better. So right, like, you know, right. now you got to be conscious of like what they're doing. Like, hey, this is actually working for them. Maybe we could use this too. Because the case in point is the fans thing. They're, they're, like, you know, the, the product's been a lot more fun to watch now with like the fans. Like, like, yay, you know. So, so uh, yeah. I mean, like, you're probably right. I think Dodo, you might be copying AEW a little bit. Yeah, like iron sharpens iron. They're making every each other better. So yes, yes. I applaud that. I applaud that. And the one thing, well, before you go into uh, Brother Jay, the, the one thing that WWE should copy is how AEW tests their wrestlers. Yeah, good point. I think I think I uh, my sources say that when when the fans go in there, they have some guy touch their forehead and be like, "Oh, you good." And then they let him in. <laughs> so let's actually uh, let's actually fast forward to that because a trainee did test positive, and the wrestlers didn't even find out through the company. They found out through social media. Yeah, yeah. Oh. And then it, it basically led people to like Kevin Owens skip the taping of Raw because of hearing these news. He definitely didn't want to go back to the performance center. And I'm assuming a bunch of other wrestlers are going to follow suit because, yeah, for that to happen is you know. And that's a big. That's like the biggest mistake you're gonna have. It, it only takes one person to get catch COVID and cause this hysteria. And like now, pots like I don't know how the show is gonna go on. I mean, it's, they will go on, but it's just it's a crazy time in that company. Yeah, and and they and the thing is like get you on them for not taking the extra precaution and get you on the person who had the COVID, not thinking like. Oh, maybe I'm a care who not even thinking if he was a carrier, you know what I mean? Like maybe not taking the test or I don't know how it goes with them, but you know, WWE definitely should have taken more protocol into, you know, preventing this from happening. Agreed. I don't know. With, with opening up, like, you know, with the fans, it's like, it's like, yeah, you, you open up this, that, uh, that, that, uh, chance of, of having someone infected. So like, hopefully this will get them to learn, Hey, this shit's real. If we're gonna keep having fans, you you better take better precaution than that. True. Yeah. Yeah, definitely a learning experience for all companies, I guess. Um, why last thing for last call? EC three. Oh, possible yeah. <laughs> return to Impact. So after Moose defeated Hernandez, uh, instead of Moose's music playing. EC3's music played as like a tease, but he didn't come out. But it was a little tease. So EC3, another hot free agent, possibly uh, signing with Impact, just like Gianna Prazo. <laughs> well, he's actually just going back to the place that he left. Uh-huh. Um, but I mean, I, I mean, I, I was never really a, a fan of EC3. While he was Impact, I thought he could be something in in uh, WWE. Um, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, like you know, he got let go. Why not go back to the place that brought you up? And 
and hopefully brought you up and you know you got paid a little bit more than than you left and let's see where it goes this is a chance for impact to like use him at his best and he was at his best on the mic he was at his best as a big character with a big personality so i i believe impact you know they might be lacking that a little bit right now so like with ec3 he fills that void so we'll see like he, he like that's the main thing like we all ask for out of wrestling it's like use these guys where they're good you know and then I'm excited for EC3, and hopefully it goes well. It kind of sucks it didn't do, go well in WWE, but hey, you know what? He, he like at least he, at least they tried it. At least he went for it, and then it didn't work out. So no big deal. Shake it off. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. No, but, I agree, Charlie. Like he's gonna definitely gonna relish in this opportunity. I'm sure he left Impact for WWE strictly because of money and the opportunity of making lots more money the more he gr- grows into the business, and that didn't materialize. So going back to where he became a star and I feel like he's going to stay comfortable and I feel like work harder than he's ever worked before, especially, you know, upon following his release. Good for him. Good for him. So that's all I have for last call. Do you have any other topics that I missed out on? I mean, the David Starr thing is crazy. I'm not too caught up on that. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm, just happy for, I'm happy for Lloyd with with this team that he's got out there now. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah, let's skip that. <laughs> oh, okay. Hey. <laughs> and now, sweaty session. So this sweaty session is kind of, I don't know how to put this the best Wait. way, but we're kind of doing like bros versus hoes in a wrestling wrestling. <laughs> Basically, yeah, let me to kind of uh, elaborate on what Justin's saying. Sweaty session is like, yeah, we'll keep saying bros before hoes as an example. That's like a popular saying. So we're trying to do that in a more wrestling focused sense. So, have like, so tying in popular sayings with wrestling references. Right. So, so for so me, I'll, I'll say a couple. For me, you know, I'll go tag team champs. Before these diva tramps. Okay, so what do you mean by that? Uh, that you know, just same thing like bros versus hoes. I'll go with the tag team champions before the tag, the women tag team champions. So you're choosing women tag team champs over the tramps? Uh, yeah, calling them tramps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you calling a tramp? Abaddon? Uh, no, no, the women, the women, the women. I'm Ab- calling them tramps. <laughs> Abaddon or uh <laughs> you don't want Abaddon coming after you after you're saying that. Twenty days later. <laughs> Again, the hills have eyes type uh <laughs> I mean watch out, watch your back, man. So I'm gonna bring up my only good <laughs> idea. Because this really actually irks me. So my saying is, no knees on those DDTs. <laughs> and by that, I mean, same thing with a bulldog. I, I hate when people land on their, like, they brace their fall by, like, using their knees uh, to, like, when they try to sell the DDT. I, I've always, I was always a fan of someone doing, like, a somersault or doing, like, a forward roll or yeah. even going as far as doing, like, a, you know, like a headstand when they do a DDT, because that just looks a lot cooler than someone just, like, going face first. 
Yeah, and just going in like a cradle position. Yeah, so no knees when you no take knees. those DDTs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no Tony and knees. I hate him. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine, mine's going directly with it's another way of saying Rosie for Hose. Well, I was like, since, since I, I like, well, let's just say it like this, okay? Instead of saying okay. Rosie for Hose, I'm going to say I'll roll with an Uso before Charlie Caruso. Oh, Ooh, okay, that's a big statement there. How Charlie Caruso is uh, hey, but the Uso seems so fun. I just, I'll just drive, right? 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 <laughs> I, I, I <laughs> They're fun until you get pulled over and start fights with cops, you know. <laughs> you say, ooh, y'all say, uh, 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 Hit the grass. Yeah. <laughs> walk away, walk away. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Um, Welcome. I got one going with the bros versus hoes, kind of like what you said, Charlie. Uh-huh. Um, uh, Kane and Taker before Brandy Rhodes and Britt Baker. Oh. oh but Brandy Rose and Brett Baker aren't are, – they're not a tag. They're not a tag, but I needed something to rhyme with that. <laughs> well, if you need a cheap rhyme, why don't you just choose Sunny Kiss over Alexa Bliss? Oh. oh there you go. <laughs> or the other way around. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah switch, that around, switch that around, please. <laughs> <laughs> one, of them twer- one of them twerks better than the other. I get it, but still. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I got another one. Yeah. All right, all right. This may not go with the theme, but I like this is what I want. I say, give me some eel and a whole lot less Umberto Carrillo. <laughs> give you what? Say that eel. again. Give me some eel as an eel shry before. Oh, there you go. <laughs> and less Umberto Umberto Carrillo. <laughs> See, a joke is not good when you have to explain it. So let's just move on. <laughs> no. I- I just didn't hear the first part. Then I agree. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, hi, here's here's another one. Here's another one. Yeah, go for it. Go okay, for it. this is for my boy uh, Angel Garza. Uh-huh. You got you got a wing clip before you touch the tip. <laughs> All right, I'll I'll put that on the no side. <laughs> how about we still How about we still bag on Umberto Carrillo? Because I'm gonna go with. I want Rhea over Umberto Korea. <laughs> Korea. That's a stretch. He's from Korea. He's from Korea. North. Oh, man. Well, How about... Uh, okay, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> it's hard to I, improvise. I, I said... I said... Um, I said flaming table before sable. It makes no sense, but I needed something to rhyme. How about JBL think- can go to hell? Because we all hate JBL for being a big-ass yeah. bully. And uh, that's good. talk about that's undeserved good. opportunities. That's JBL in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're, because, of the, because of my gripe with the, uh, the, uh, it, the greatest match ever, Here's my line. It's uh, I'll take biker ninja boys before fake crowd noise. Oh my! Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 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 Uh, you got any more, Justin? Or Jay? um, yeah, I got Nikki Cross before Carrion Cross. 
It rhymes. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, okay. When it comes to the NXT ratings war, I like you know if 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 NXT can beat AEW, I want to see if Triple H can before I see Mr. McMahon. Oh. Okay. 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 I got you. I got you. Well, um, I think I got, that's all we got. Oh, I got one more. I got one more. What okay, else you got? All right, this is this is my finale. This is the best one ever, which probably will suck because I said that. All right, judging from everything that's been going on, like here, well, I'll just say it. Make sure your in- insurance is intact before you face Nia Jax. <laughs> well, with that said, good way to end um, that one. Good way to end that one. You can find us at Twitter at Get Your Podcast, Instagram at Get Your Podcast. Um, Charlie, Jay, it's been fun. I'm yeah, glad man, that we were able to. Too. Shout out to Garn as well. Yep. Shout out. Shout out. Shout out to also the all the raw, fathers out smacking it raw. Smacking it raw. Dead ass. Those wrestling girls. Screw Vince, you, Garn. Screw you. <laughs> we out of here, y'all. Thank <laughs> you.